Welcome to Childhood Trash, a dumpster dive into our childhood nostalgia where we re-examine some of the most influential media from our youth in order to answer the question, tragic or nostalgic. I'm your host, Maggie Keating, joined by my co-host, Tia Lapaka. Hi, Pia. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> so we're back in person. We are. I'm so excited to be back in this room. It's hot as balls it in here. It is so hot. Oh my god, <laughs> oh my I'm like god. sweating. And I just put on more deodorant too, so like... <laughs> That's um, good. Yeah. That's so, good. I'm so happy you're, for you. you're good. I'm Thank good. God for you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. So, so, you're... so like, okay, before we start, like, just rate this day 1 to 10. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's not like a, a I'm going to give it a 6. Okay, I'm going to give it, it a 5. It really definitely yeah. could be worse. Yeah, it could it be worse. It could be worse. Yeah. It could definitely be better. No, but we move. I did not want to be alive today. <laughs> Me too. I, I did not, this whole week, actually, I did not want to be alive. Yeah. But. But here we are. We move. So. So we're, we're talking about kicking it today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're talking about kicking it season one, episodes six through ten. Mm-hmm. Now, be forewarned, this is a group of episodes. And um, <laughs> if you're watching along, maybe don't watch these ones. <laughs> maybe just like I don't even know like what to say except oh my god. We have we have approached we are approaching some of the most problematic uh, TV and, episodes yeah. maybe ever written. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's okay. We love it. We love to see it. It's well, so good. Okay. <laughs> I guess, I suppose, before we before we begin, we could do a little chit-chat about the Grammys, which were last night. <laughs> opinions. If I see that on my... Uh, I know your opinions. <laughs> no, I've you seen your opinions. I, I don't watch the Grammys. Oh, that's um, sad. They were good this year. Okay. Joni Mitchell performed. Oh, did she? Yeah, it was really good. I'll watch it on YouTube yeah, later. Yeah, it was awesome. All I saw was what everyone was posting which was about taylor swift true and so i was like oh then i don't want to watch the grammys pia hates women i do it's actually a fact about me is that i hate women so pia hates women yeah i don't though no i'm excited for her new album it looks cute but um what else happened last night at the grammys at the gram fucking miley cyrus kept winning for flowers which was so weird it's like I can buy myself flowers. I was just like, why is this? And she looked like she was on coke the whole night. So her hair was crazy. Yeah, she she was like she was like kind of off the wall. I guess that pertains to the podcast because she's Miley Cyrus. She is Miley Cyrus. um, Wait, I have nostalgic news. Did you see that Wizards is getting a Mm -hmm. reboot? Yeah, I can't wait. At least they did a pilot. Yeah, they don't know if they're gonna pick it up. Yeah, and like it's like David Henry is being the dad, and like all his kids are wizards or something. It's it's like it seems cute. I'm excited. Um, I will probably at least watch Hopefully it gets it picked up and not like the up. dead Lizzie McGuire reboot. That was sad. But I feel like Wizards is just different because it has like Selena Gomez behind it. I know, but I feel like Wizards was like 10 minutes ago. That was not that long ago. I guess. But like people who were born after like 2008 totally missed it, I think. Really? Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. I'm not flop. Or them. They're, they're a flop for they're that. They're a flop for that. For like, real. why aren't you older? Whatever. Why aren't you literally older? So, let's start with episode six, <laughs> called The Road to Wasabi. This, we're starting off with a bang. This one This one is so bad. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. Okay, so here's the problem. You meet Bobby Wasabi, and if you haven't watched the show or listened to our last episode, you wouldn't know that Bobby Wasabi is a white man. And now, what is also played for comedy in this <laughs> in this episode <laughs> is the fact that he has both long hair and is fat and that is really hardy har har yeah um and real knee slappers it's really um i am cackling yeah. like, <laughs> like wow oh my god it's it keeps so funny going, um, and it keeps getting it worse it keeps getting better yeah <laughs> No, it doesn't. 
But yeah, so he we meet him in this group of episodes. But I have something to say. Okay. I don't think he is in a lot of this show. Yeah, I, I think they phased that. him out. Yeah, because why did they do that? Because he starts becoming more of a character in this group of episodes. But I think, at least I, I want to say like in the next seasons, not that we're necessarily watching that, but in <laughs> case in your own free time if you want to watch the next seasons, I don't think he's in them as much, um, which I think is That's good. That's a good thing. That's definitely yeah. a good thing. Bobby Wasabi is, yeah, it's just as bad as you think it is. Yeah. Um, and Jason Earls has some terrible lines that yeah. are like, ma'am. And he, he keeps like calling Bobby Wasabi like boy or girl. He, he's like, it's so weird. He's like, well, you have long hair and a dress on. And it's like a kimono. Yeah. It's like super weird. Um, it's very strange. But anyway, so back to the plot of this episode. Rudy throws himself a surprise birthday party. Mm. Again, I don't know why this grown man is hanging out with these teenagers, but it's the Back to the Future effect. I can't really say anything about it. Like, everyone gets him a gift except Jack, because Jack is a flop. (laughs) And so he's like, you know what? You know what I got you? I got you Bobby freaking Wasabi. I got you the (laughs) man himself. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) freaking, what's his his name in the show? Jason Earls' name. Uh, Rudy? Rudy. Sorry. He looks like a Rudy. He does look like a Rudy. So Rudy is like, no, you didn't. You're lying. Like, that's not actually Bobby Wasabi. And that's when he starts making comments. He's literally like, oh, the plus size women's store is that way. It's so insane. It's so insane. Um, But then they're like, oh, you're Bobby Wasabi. And Bobby Wasabi is obviously very offended. So Bobby Wasabi fires Rudy from the Bobby Wasabi dojo. That's true. That's my son. How do they find Bobby Wasabi? I don't... Where it's is a mystery. He? I don't remember. I don't either. I don't remember how they find him. Because, like, presumably Jack could be able to, like, track him down because, like, his grandfather was his sensei or something. Yeah. But I feel like they find him in a really quirky little way. They don't go to his house in this episode, but I do love his house. <laughs> I think it's really silly. Yeah. Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, in this episode, Milton, Jerry, and... Eddie are trying to pitch Bobby Wasabi his next movie, his next his next big blockbuster. <laughs> this was so cute, and it's um, piranha. What is it? Piranapus. Piranapus. Yeah. Something so, something I'd like to add about this. Oh, please do. Yeah. Um. If well, like so, everybody knows that there are like a couple character traits to me. Yeah. And that sure. is liking dogs. That one Bridget Mendler song. Mm-hmm. What else is it like? What do I always say on this fucking podcast? I'm always saying something stupid. You're always saying something stupid. I'm always saying something stupid. But now I would like to add octopuses to that list. Octopuses Octopi. or octopi? Octop. Yeah. Which which team are you? Are you team octopuses or team? I think octopi? I'm team octopuses. Really? Yeah. That seems too close to to. I actually don't know if we should say that on this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like. I think it's octopuses, and I love octopuses. Both are correct. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. But uh, I'm a big octopus girl right now. Mm. Oh, yeah, because you just got that stuffed animal that's an octopus. She's really cute. Yeah. Her name is Earl. Her name is Earl? Mm-hmm. Like me, Women Earl and the dying girl? I love women. <laughs> I don't know. My friend suggested it to me. All right. It sounds like an old man name. Perfect. That's exactly correct. Okay. Anyway. So, yes, they're going to fight a piranopus, which is a piranha octopus with eight legs and nine mouths. It was yeah. like a crazy, like... I love. Oh my god! They get they get they get Jerry's like cousin to do a model of it, and it just comes back, and it's just like a basketball with like pool noodle arms and like. It's Bro, really Jerry's silly. cousin. It's always the cousin. But anyway, like they break into Bobby Wasabi's mansion, or they like go and visit him. Oh, yes, all I love of these his mansion. ninjas appear. He's and got like ninjas beating them all up, and then they're all like fighting, and they're being like. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. 
That's and, iconic. Um, I love that. And then they are like, Bobby Wasabi, please give our friend Rudy back his job because now he's working at the reptile store. The reptile world! Like, what oh my god, you know who we meet in these episodes oh that I god. love? Oh my god, yeah. There's there's a few people in, in these episodes that I... Okay, go. Yeah. I love Falafel Phil and I can't... Falafel <laughs> Phil. Falafel Phil is the MVP of yes. the show. But the Falafel, like... Why was their meeting place a falafel shop? Why not? It's just so funny. It's just so <laughs> random. I don't know. Falafel Phil saved the day on this group of episodes. It's like it's like if we like filmed at Halal Guys every time. That would be crazy. <laughs> and like, why don't we? I don't know. <laughs> funny. Why don't we do that? So yeah. yeah, Rudy gets his job back at the end of the day. Yeah, is that it? I think so. That's it. That's it. Next episode is all the wrong moves, and we have a fun guest star in this episode. Oh my god. Okay, Zendaya's brother from Shake It Up. Yes. <laughs> I was like, Zendaya's brother. No, I don't remember his name in the show. Is He's also in Camp Rock. His name oh, is Ty right. in the show. Yeah, his name is Ty in the show. Yeah. yeah. He was also in Camp Rock. He was like, the drums. A little guitar, please. No. Yeah, okay. Literally <laughs> no. okay. No. <laughs> but, okay, leave me this alone. is just a silly Okay, silly so episode. we find out that Jerry is a dancer yes. in his spare time. Yeah. Not, not only is Eddie a dancer, but Jerry's a dancer. And he wants to enter a dance competition. Basically, they're, like, trying to beat Zendaya's brother from Shake It Up, who smooth. goes by Smooth. Yeah. <laughs> and Smooth wins every year. And yeah. they're like, this year, we're going to assemble a dance crew, and he's going to lose. So yeah. they are trying to dance, and they all are terrible. For real. Yeah. And they can only do karate. They can as only we do karate. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> but Jerry can dance. And Smooth, you know, sees that he can dance. And he's like, you know what? You should, like, come join my crew. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're good. And so he, like, comes and hangs out with him. They go to a studio that I shit you not is, like, literally from the third season of Hannah Montana. Like, when she was recording that song with Jake. Not Jake. The other one. Oh, Jesse. Yes. It's literally that exact studio. My God. <laughs> Wait, the one where their, like, faces are morphing into each other? Is that That's, that's, else? that... I thought he that, could be the one. Yeah, it's, he could be the one. Yeah. It's that scene. Yeah. When she's wearing the blue top and, yes. the, and the leather jacket. Yes. Yeah. So, um, anyway. <laughs> so, he sh- so Jerry shows Smooth this move that he made up, and then he teaches it to Smooth. And then Smooth... <laughs> I hate saying that this man is called Smooth. <laughs> like, it's really driving me crazy. Anyway. Um, and so, he teaches it to him, and then he's like, well, that was cool, Jerry. See you later. And Jerry's like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, now that I know your move, I'm going to steal it, and you're going to lose, and you suck. And um, also, who's in this movie? Not this movie. This episode. The guy from... Jack Griffo. Yeah. Was, what's he in again? Is it the he's Thundermans? He's in the Thundermans. Yeah. Did you watch I, the I Thundermans? I wasn't a big Thundermans girl. It was a little past I my time. I watched it when it was on. Like, yeah. Like, I watched... I think I... I consumed, like, too much Nickelodeon past my, like, childhood because I would stay at my Nana's house and she didn't have Wi-Fi. True. And so we could only watch cable. And she didn't have that many channels either. So, like, (laughs) I just always would watch Nick. I would always watch Cartoon Network at my grandmother's house. Yeah. So I I can relate to the experience. (laughs) Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? It's on. Like, that and, like, Henry Danger. Oh, yeah. And, like... Yeah, I wasn't around for those shows, but I do remember them. mm. Like, I remember being like, oh, okay. But basically, yeah. Um, Smooth steals Jerry's move and names it from the Jerry to the Smooth because they're so creative. Um, (laughs) But obviously, Jack and the gang are like, you betrayed us. Like, 
is winning more important than your friends? And he's like, no, you guys, like, I'm sorry, like, forgive me. And then they're like, okay, like, we'll enter the dance competition with you. Yeah. So they come up with a routine, and we're at the competition, and Smooth's, what are they called again? The Step Brothers with a Z. Step Brothers perform, and they are lit, and then Bobby Wasabi guys. The Wasabi Warriors. Yeah, that's what they're called. They, instead of, like, dancing, they just do, like, a karate routine, like... Which, like, ate! It, it ate, <laughs> sure. Um, and then Jerry does his, like, special Jerry-ness move. I don't know. I and think he comes up with a new move. Yeah. And then it's special. And basically, the other guys win, but Jerry wins best dancer of the night, so... Amazing. Yippee. I think it's fun, like, it's okay. This episode's okay. Like, it doesn't bother me that yeah. much. But I think it's nice because we kind of... It's, like, similar to the LARPing episode. Mm, good LARPing because, episode. Yeah, I mean, I love... Yeah, love that LARPing episode. <laughs> but, like, Bye. it's similar because it's, like, kind of focused on one character out of the friend group and, like, them having a problem and then the other characters coming in to help. Yeah. Which I think is nice. Agreed. That's cool. There's that episode. Episode 8 is titled Ricky Weaver. I love this episode! <laughs> This is the best episode. This is the best episode of television to ever be created. Well. I literally love it. <laughs> I would argue it's the season two finale of House of Anubis, but whatever. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> this is the best episode of Kicking It, and I'm so sorry that it's in this group of episodes because I love it so much. Mm. Okay, Ricky Weaver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is so silly. So basically, Kim entered a essay competition and she won, and basically she wins. Ricky Weaver, who is this universe's Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. to come and perform at the school. And he's played by Austin North. Um, yes! Wait. Oh my god, he's the guy from Outer Banks, right? Topper? Yeah. Isn't he Topper? Maybe. I think he is. It's so funny. I haven't seen that show, so I don't know. Topper. He was in I Didn't Topper. Do It with uh, Olivia Holt. So they uh, had they played brother and sister in that show, which was later. Mm. Anyway, he sucks. Anyway. Yeah. We just learned that he's just kind of like a douche. And, like, he's like, I always, like, pick the prettiest girl. And, like, I, I gotta get my moves on her and, like, whatever. And and Jack's kind of like, that's kind of sus. Like, you're kind of weird for that. And he's trying to convince Kim not to, like, have this big crush on him. And Kim's like, you're jealous. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole back and forth thing. Which I love because I love the Kim and Jack relationship. Yes, that's a good arc. <laughs> yeah, like I think like it doesn't start here. I feel like it starts in the first episode, but it like really gets like cemented here. And I love them. They are kind of perfect. Oh my god, and they and they freaking okay. <laughs> I love this episode. So so like Ricky tries to like convince Jack that he's like an okay guy and he's like, You want a cheeseburger? And he's like, sure. And they fly all the way to San Francisco for a cheeseburger. San and they're Francisco on this, cheeseburger. And they're on this private jet. And like, <laughs> it's so silly. And there's like, there's like a part where Jack's like, oh my God, do you want to like say hi to Beyonce back there? And she's like, I'm in the hot tub. Yeah. It's like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's like, the, and it's like Jay Z and Beyonce are apparently supposed to be on this plane with this universe's Justin Bieber. And I just, I can't, I can't. It's kind of perfect. It's so crazy and it's I kind love of perfect. it. That it's was so a, goofy. That was a good bit. Yeah. yeah. So also, what happens? Oh. Jack learns that. Ricky's record company makes him do these school concerts and like oh yeah we talked about this but that basically Ricky just picks the cutest girls and that Ricky plans on taking Kim backstage after the concert making a move on her and then dumping her so Jack tries to warn Kim because they're in love and she doesn't believe him and making up lies and whatnot and whatnot 
And I love that what's not mentioned in this description that we have here is this, the B story of this episode, which I think is really silly, and I do think we should mention it. Please mention it. So the B story of this episode is the boys, like the other half of the cast, are making a boy band. Yes. And... <laughs> They're, like, the redeeming aspect of this show. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, And they want to, like, open for Ricky Weaver or, like, get a demo tape or, like, something like that. They, like, just want to be a boy band. And so they make this boy band with Rudy, Jerry, Eddie, and Milton. And also, Falafel Phil really wants to be in it. <laughs> I love Falafel Phil. I love, I just love Falafel Phil. And he, he's like, I used to be in a boy band when I was, oh my god, I love it. It's, it's kind of perfect. And he sings a song, and it's like, oh, what's his song? Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. It's really catchy, though. Yeah. Like, I, I found myself, like, singing it after the episode. That's lit. But they, they kick him out of the band. Yep. Because um, they're like, you smell like goat, or, and like, so, or something rude. Like That's that. insane. <laughs> they say something what? mean. What? They're always mean to Falafel Phil, and Falafel Phil is always there for them. And they're always mean to him. Anyways, so they crash the concert, the Ricky Weaver concert at the school, and they, like, try to sing um, Love Ninja, which I believe is their song. Um, you broke into my heart just like a ninja. <laughs> yeah. And everything goes horribly wrong. Like, it's just chaos. And then they run away. Flop City. And then, and then Ricky Weaver comes on, and everyone's like, Ricky Weaver. We love you, Ricky. And, and he, oh, what is his song? I know his song. I, I know his remember. song, too. It's so funny. It's the funniest little, like, lip sync you've ever seen in your life. Hopper. Like, it is so, it is so fake. Yeah, <laughs> when the day turns cold. <laughs> That's really good. And the, yeah. and the skies are gray. Something like that. It's so good. I just love that it's making fun of Justin Bieber. I think it's really funny. Yeah, it's um, cute. And Kim comes up on stage, and she dances with him, and then it's after the concert, and Jack's like, ah, I gotta get in to save the day. And then you see Kim, like, high kick Ricky into, like, a table of food or something. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, why every little problem we're fighting with violence? Yeah. <laughs> perfect we chose violence yeah they, literally they did um, um and she realizes jack was telling the truth the whole time yeah and she's like but i can take care of myself mother mother quake do you like her more no no <laughs> her line de- like her line delivery is just so like disney acting it like mm. so so you hate women yes glad we glad we're that. cleared that up okay episode nine wax on wax off Okay, so we've got another Bobby Wasabi episode, which is, like, where my, like, I start not paying attention. Yeah. But, basically, the Wasabi Warriors um, win a tournament at their dojo, and for, like, a prize or whatever, Bobby Wasabi sends them this life-size wax statue of him in his, like, glory years or whatever. And, oh, I, this episode's fine. Okay. <laughs> and, of course, like, w- you've got a wax statue. What could go wrong? So, it's it's really hot. It's a hot summer day. Oh, of course. And and Jack and Jerry find this neon sign that they're going to plug in to the dojo, and it says, like, we're open or some shit. No, it doesn't say that. I don't know what it says. Oh, it says we're number one. It says we're number one. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> we should get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, but just hang it in the back of the, the studio. Yeah. The yeah. studio being... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, we're in the studio. Okay. Like, literally, like, wh- why are you arguing? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. And this blows out the power, so there's no AC, and so they're like, how do we keep this statue from melting? 
And so that's kind of their quest. And then the B story of this is Milton and Kim are trying to capitalize on the heat wave. And so they are like, what if we started a little beach in the mall? And so they get like a little kiddie pool and they get like drinks and they get like bottled water and shit and fans and sunscreen and stuff. And they like set up this whole little beach day for people and they cost money. And Kim's saving up for something she's like oh she like went over her minutes on her phone or something oh and um silly kim 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 and she's like basically treating milton like a workhorse (laughs) and um bossing him around (laughs) i love milton (laughs) like why (laughs) he's just a girl girl. i get him on another level anyway And, like, there's a part where, like, some like some TV station comes to do a news story on it, and she's like, she's like, I'll get the boy to do it. <laughs> yeah, no. It's really funny. Crushing um, patriarchy. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Mother. Honestly. They have to move the wax statue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to that. So they have to figure out where to put the wax statue. And they're going through all these things. Like, they try to put them in a freezer, like, at the grocery store at one point. They just try to do a lot of things to keep it um, melted. Things just keep going They on. try to, like, so they're also, and then Rudy and Phil, Falafel Phil, are trying to, like, get the air conditioning back up, so they, like, go up to the roof, and they're, like, they're, like, oh, like, you just have to do do-do-do-do, and Phil's, like, this is not how it works in my country, because, like, classic thing is Phil is, like, he's not from here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is classic Phil. Like, he's, oh, like, he's, like, where's the goat? Like, he doesn't get it. No. Um, and, and that's okay, because <laughs> he's so cute. I love him. And <laughs> And they, like, they eventually get it kicked back on and, like, (laughs) Rudy, like, gets, like, whisked off the roof and, like, somehow survives. But, like, his (laughs) shoes stay. And then, and then Phil's like, I found free shoes! And, um... (laughs) Yeah, they start taking responsibility for the wax figure once they fix the AC. And Bobby Wasabi forgives Rudy for... Well, because it does melt. It does melt. Yeah. And then Bobby Wasabi comes and he's like you melted my statue and they're like it's my fault it's my fault no it's my fault it's like that kind of vibe oh yes and um and then they're like they're like it's okay because why the frick did you give me a wax statue in the first place i would be so annoyed did you ever see did you watch gravity falls Uh uh-huh do you do you remember that episode with all the wax figures that Mm -hmm. like they're like they have like a secret room they have this like secret room in the basement of the mystery shack of like filled with like famous people wax figures yeah and one of them is larry david is it really yeah and larry david like comes to life and then like they chop his head off because the wax statues are evil and then like but larry david like his head lives on in the vents and he like hops around in the vents but it's just his did larry david like sign off on that i it's i think he voiced the character no way yeah i don't know that's crazy it's really funny i love that show anyway so, episode 10, commercial. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Here's this episode. Um, so, Prudy goes to, like, an improv class, and he's like, I'm an actor now. <laughs> and um, Me, because I was in one of my friend's <laughs> short films once. <laughs> And it was so bad. <laughs> okay. And he, like, comes back to the dojo, and he's like, let me show you all what I what, what I learned in acting class. It's called improv. And they do this improv scene, and basically, like, Jack kind of takes it over because he's funny and hilarious and charming and sweet. And, um... <laughs> And we love him. We love him. Um, and Rudy's like gets annoyed about it. So basically, Rudy is going to get an audition for this commercial. And so the guys for the commercial for Pomegranate Pow come um, to the dojo to like 
do his audition. And they like want him to do like karate moves and that's like why he is doing it. Also, side plot, Jerry is his manager. Yeah. Um, which is silly. It's is it even like a Disney Channel show or Nickelodeon show? If like at some point someone doesn't try and be famous and hire their friend as their manager. But I love like there's something I love like, about them kind of breaking the fourth wall in this yeah. way of them like talking about acting and talking about being on camera of them having the actual like crew on set like there's something I really like about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Funny. It's giving um, Minutemen when the little guy's like in charge of everything. Yeah, <laughs> the little guy. <laughs> the little guy, Luke Benward. Luke Benward, oh king. Rudy is getting, like, a little nervous doing this, like, one particular move, and, um, and Jack is there, because he's just, like, hanging out, and Jack's like, no, you have to do it like this, and then he does the move, and then they're like, ah, Jack, we're gonna hire you, you're our new pomegranate pow guy, and so basically Rudy's obviously upset, because he's like, Jack literally stole his part, and Jack's like, I literally didn't, like, I'm sorry, but, like, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Um, They forgive each other in the end of the episode. (laughs) I don't know. Then they go to... I don't know. (laughs) Do you want me to explain the rest of the plot? You definitely could. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is what happens. Spoiler. But but then, so Jack goes to do the commercial, and he's dressed up like this. You should look it up. Okay. <laughs> his pomegranate pow outfit is very, like, silly funny. Okay. He's dressed up as pomegranate pow, and he's like, to fight the midday drowsies. And guess who's playing the midday drowsies? Rudy. So oh they, he's like, a li- he's like a big little cloud. A big little cloud? Shut up, Pia. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It's hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's just trying to do the commercial. Rudy keeps, like, interrupting it. And and then they eventually do, like, a little, like, fight scene in the air, like, on, like, on wires or whatever. And they do, like, a little scene. And, um, and then, oh, my God, Rudy gets put in peril. And he, like, almost, like, falls. And then, like, and Jack saves him. And... Aww. And then they forgive each other, and all is well in the end. Yay! Also, side note of this episode, the B story of this episode is really silly. Let me tell you about it. please, please. So, Milton gets his first, like, bad grade, and it's in home ec. And... I hated that He, like, can't make a cake or something. And so he's like, let me, like, try again. Like, I'll do it better this time. And the teacher's like, of course, Milton. Like, you're amazing. Like, we love you. (laughs) And so he enlists... Kim and Eddie to help him bake this cake for for to like make up for the work and he <laughs> comes into the the school like kitchen or whatever and starts acting like Gordon Ramsay <laughs> well yes <laughs> and he's just like with this fake British accent just micromanaging everything that his friends are doing and eventually like his friends are like you literally suck like why are you doing that we're literally trying to help you and so they like leave and then he's like oh I'm sorry like I don't know like why I turned British all of a sudden (laughs) but let's do this cake and then they make the cake and then he like tries to think about making the cake as make as like chemistry and he's good at chemistry so he does it like that and then um he makes this beautiful looking cake and the teacher comes in and he takes his little golden fork and he's like it'll be fine as long as it doesn't touch metal and then the cake explodes um in front of the teacher did you have to take home and careers no nope (laughs) i did i didn't it was so bad it was so bad i think they phased that class out yeah they they should have because like we had to learn how to use sewing machines Mm. and um 
I was so bad at it, like so bad at it. And my teacher was so mean and I was so anxious to ask for help because she was mean. And like, I had, we we, like had to make these like pillows, but the pillows had to have like a pocket on them. And I accidentally sewed all four sides of the pillow or the pocket. So like it was a patch. patch. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I sewed it like so tight that she couldn't even like seam rip it. Oh my goodness. It was so bad. It was so embarrassing. That's sad. We didn't have home ec. We I had food science. Oh, okay, that sounds awful. That was really fun. We made we like baked stuff and like we learned about the science of food, which was fun. Lit. Yeah. Yeah. We made like blueberry muffins, oh, chocolate blueberry muffins. And stuff. I want lunch. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. What's your final rating for this group of episodes? For me, this is tragic. Yeah. But I also <laughs> I also did not you get to complete watch half them. Of them. I, it, it, like okay. Getting myself to watch these episodes was such a battle. It Did, was a you watched Maggie Weaver though, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yes, that's that's the only one that matters. Yeah, but it was a battle. So yeah, I would agree. I think this group of episodes, besides the Ricky Weaver episode, like put that in its own category. Like that's camp. That's amazing. Um, I think that this was a very weak group of episodes, and I I think that it had iconic moments. Like the the Gordon Ramsay bit was funny. And I really liked them going to Bobby Wasabi's house and fighting the ninjas. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was it, like it had a few moments, but kind of kind of lame. Kind of flop. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we have next, Pia? Next, we're watching the next five episodes of Dance Academy, and then the next Whoop. five episodes of Kicking It. So you'll have to tune in to see if we like the next ones. Yeah. Who Hopefully, knows? they get better. Who knows? I'm optimistic. Yeah, me too. Sure. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Childhood Trash. You can follow us at Childhood Trash Pod on Instagram and TikTok, and you can follow Pia at Pia Laplaca. And you can follow Maggie at Maggie and Keating. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.